Well, good evening once again. My name is Jeff Hare. Welcome to DidYouHearThat.com. Hey, uh, tonight I want to talk a little something about uh, some things that really annoy me. I'm not sure why, but the other day I happened to mention to some of my friends of mine, uh, one of my hobbies, and they all thought it was a bit weird. Personally, it doesn't seem strange to me. It seems strange to them that they don't understand why I love clock radios. Maybe borderline obsessed with them. Yeah, you heard it correctly. I love clock radios. If I was designing a house, the clock radio would be like the first thing I would put pick out. I mean, you can't have a good house without a good clock radio. I believe that to be true. A clock radio sets up the whole room. Heck, it sets up the whole house for that matter. They just, I don't, I don't get what people don't understand with that. You have to have a good clock radio to make a, a good house. I remember the first time I discovered the joy that is a clock radio. My dad had one that was wood. Not the fake stuff, but I mean the real honest to goodness right off a tree, wood. It had an orange-lighted dial. If I was real young, I'd go in and play with the buttons on it, which would annoy my dad to see. He'd have to reset it so he'd get up the next day. I would gaze longingly at the wondered assignment of the technological miracle that combines time and music. From there, I remember getting my first and very own clock radio. It was brown with the plastic numbers that moved ahead and clicked every minute. When I bought it, I thought it was so cool that I was able to set my own radio stations and wake up to music. Just like Bill Murray in the movie Groundhog Day. Remember when he woke up every day to, uh, I got you, babe. Well, not necessarily I got you, babe, was what I'd want. But, uh, hey, just so cool to have my own. As I got older, my choices in clock radios became more sophisticated. Fancier plastic bodies, more of a sleek design. Some of the color schemes were kind of cool. And, of course, my personal favorite, larger numerals. Makes it easier to see the time when you get older. I'm getting older. Hey, it's nice. The advances in clock radio technology is just immense. For a long time, I could never bring myself to throw one away. I mean, if it came broke, you got to get rid of it, right? Well, once I had one that the time mechanism went out, I told HK, my wife, that I could keep the radio part in my workshop and listen to it when I tinker, which would have been fine, except HK reminded me that I don't have a workshop, no tools, and I don't even know what it means to tinker. She ended up throwing the broken clock away. I couldn't bring myself to do it, which was nice to have a wife that'll do that for you. The nice thing is, is when a clock radio does go bad, I get to go buy another one. And when that happens, it's a process that I have mapped out. Usually what I try to do is the night before I get to bed early to make sure that I am properly rested for the decisions that I have to make the next day. And the day of the purchase, I wake up early, get a good breakfast, and spend time in thoughtful meditation. i got to make my mind pure so I can take on the task at hand. I'm just letting that out there, you know a pause so you know well, how serious I am about this. When I proceed to the store, usually early as this process can take some time. Uh, once I get there into the clock radio aisle, I usually check out the lay of the land to make sure that there are no hidden clock radios and other shelves around the corner. I kind of know what I'm dealing with. Once it's determined that I'm where I need to be, the real work starts. I make a mental note on each one I see. Is it too big, too small? Does it have too many fancy buttons? I don't want too many fancy buttons. What color is the numeral reading on the clock? This is an important fact because you would hate to wake up in the middle of the night and not be able to see the time. Actually, once I was in the checkout aisle when <coughs> excuse me, I realized that I had chosen one that had black numerals. I couldn't have that. How can you see black numerals in the middle of the night? So back to self it went. I'm glad I caught it early. I'm a little disappointed in myself for getting it that far. Once the choices are down to the final two or three, then it becomes very difficult. I usually make mental notes, pro or con, weighing the good and the bad, and keeping in mind that I have to live with this decision for a long period of time. This whole process can take, I don't know, two or three hours. When I make the purchase, I take it home and uh, 
So far, I've had no regrets. Not once have I said I made a bad decision when it comes to clock radios. I really think I could take my talents to HGTV and maybe do an instructional show on clock radios. If not, there maybe Netflix, you know, driving around to these small towns and trying to find the best clock radio value for folks' money and help people make the correct decision. Or maybe I could open a consulting business, you know, help people decide which clock radio they should buy. There you have it. Again, I don't think that I have a problem. I think everyone else does personally. I think it's because they just have a bad machine to wake them up in the morning. And that's on them, not me. I'm doing the right thing. I'm kind of wondering if there's a group called Clock Radio Lovers Anonymous. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, thanks. I hope to talk to you all before Thanksgiving. If not, have a wonderful holiday. Please be careful if you're out. And we'll talk soon. This is Jeff. Bye.